Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Kings of the Rift, your source for League of Legends news and opinions. Um, so we're taking a look at what's going on right now. Um, there has been quite a bit of movement and announcements in the uh, League of Legends LCS scene here. Um, I do usually just cover the LCS um, as it is, um, you know, my uh, my home region. And I definitely know the most about that. Um, so I definitely want to take a look at the different uh, rosters that we have going on. And, um, you know, maybe break down a little bit into that coaching era of uh, figuring out what we can do with NA and coaching and everything like that. So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, everybody. So, looking at the rosters um, for the LCS teams going forward into 2023, um, we had a little bit of thoughts about what it could be, um, you know, what they might try to do, and that kind of stuff like that. Um, we heard rumors for quite a while about different teams, whether that be, um, you know, Cloud9, Hunter Thieves, Team Liquid, all this different stuff. Um, but I come to you here, actually, with some crazy uh, rosters that we're looking at right now. Um, if you guys haven't seen, uh, definitely check out all these different teams, uh, the different like Twitters and YouTube and stuff like that, that they, um, that all this content that they're putting out. Because honestly, I love the content that they're really getting into. And, um, you know, it's really nice to see that they're actually caring about stuff, which is really cool. Um, so I love seeing that for sure. Um, so 100 Thieves LCS 2023 roster. That'll be the first team that we're looking at here. In the top lane, we have Tenacity. Jungle is Closer. Uh, mid lane is Bjergsen, which is crazy. Uh, AD carry is Double Lift, which is also crazy. The Double Lift is coming out of retirement um i love peter and he's great uh then we have busio who's in the support right there so definitely awesome um busio was really good too um and also tenacity they've been great in the uh like proving grounds academy type stuff like that um so tenacio tenacio yeah tenacity and busio um very cool and a solid, solid roster um, right there. That could definitely do wonders. Uh, definitely probably should do wonders um, with Bjergsen and Double Lift. Last time they played together, um, did really well on TSM. Um, and then went 0-6 in Worlds. So, not great. But uh, it was still good. <laughs> so, um, let's get into the next roster. Which is Cloud9. Um, Cloud9 looks pretty much the same, um, except for a little bit of a change in the mid lane. Um, we do have Fudge in the top lane, Jungle Blabber, mid lane Diplex, 
Um, Diflex is, I believe, from EU. Um, we have Berserker and Sven. Uh, let me just look up Diflex real quick. Um, Diflex, oh, lol. Um, oh no, he's in. Yeah, LFL. So that makes sense. Um, the French league there. Um, all right. So then we go on all together. Sorry, Cloud Nine. Um, I feel is definitely a um, decent team. Uh, they're at basically the same level as they were last year. Didn't really change things up too much. Um, just the mid lane and technically Diplex probably younger player um, than Jensen was. And I think Jensen was a good like Band-Aid for now until they could figure something out. Um, so I think that's good that they're getting into Diplex right there. So definitely very cool. Um, you know, probably like high middle of the pack, I would say. Um, Counterlogic Gaming is next. We have just a run it back, basically. Um, we have Dokla, Contracts, Palafox, Luger, and Poom. Um, very cool to see um, that they're just running it right back. Uh, this roster shouldn't have been as great as it was in the um you know in the summer split last summer so um it did really well so i think they just they just brought it back going well it worked so here we go um you know and i definitely think they there's there definitely is more into that team that they can do um you know they weren't amazing i mean they were they were like they were amazing for what they were looking like what it looked like from the outside um but they could definitely be better, for sure. Um, then we go into Dignitas here. Um, Dignitas, very interesting, actually. Um, we have Armut in the top lane, uh, Santorin in the jungle, um, mid lane being Jensen. Uh, so they're reuniting Santorin and Jensen for... Actually, have they played together? I don't think Santorin and Jensen have played together. Santorin has played with Bjergsen, and and Jensen has played with Smithy, but I don't think they ever played together. I'm just trying to like think, like they've both been on TSM. They both or not TSM, both been on Team Liquid, but I don't think at the same time. That could be interesting, um, especially as Jensen being a player very similar to Bjergsen, um, you know, with a different champion pool, that kind of stuff there. Um, and Jensen not being too terrible. Um, he was being really good at Worlds there. Uh, but turning into the ADC, we have Spawn. Then we have Ignar. Uh, very cool. I think Ignar is a great player. Um, you know, Ignar has been around for a while. Um, left a little bit, for NA for a little while, and then came back. Um, Ignar has, you know, he really was slept on for a while. Um, but I definitely, like, when, I think he was a FlyQuest for a while, and he was kind of slept on, but then he was, like, one of the best, uh, supports in the game, so definitely appreciate him coming back and being on this nice Dignitas roster. Um, it definitely could be up there, um, with Armut, Santorin, and Jensen, you know, some pretty good players right there. Um, Santorin's one of my favorite, um, like, junglers ever. So I definitely think that's really cool. Um, and also, congratulations, Santorin. He did just get um, engaged to KP, his uh, his girlfriend. There. So very cool to see. 
Congratulations, Santorin. They announced it on Twitter <laughs> this morning. Um, so very cool. Um, and Evil Geniuses is the next roster we got going on here. Um, and Evil Geniuses, as always, you know, they've been, like, ever since they really came in, they were seen as, like, they should be up there. They should be doing pretty well. Um, and looking at what they were doing this year, um, when it came to um, basically being the like the back-to-back defending like champions and stuff, um, they had to change it up a little bit, actually. Um, so they changed it up. They got rid of uh, Impact in the top lane, um, and they brought on Someday. Very cool. Kept Inspired, which I was not actually uh, not expecting. Um, I, I had heard rumors in the beginning that Inspired was actually gone, um, which actually kind of would have been frustrating, I would say, because uh, we did basically, like, it would have been us losing back-to-back MVPs um, in spring and then in summer, uh, and it just was not great. So um, that would have been kind of suck. Um, but Inspired stayed. Um, jo- Jojo Pyun still in the mid lane. Jojo Pyun holding it down, growing as a player. Definitely enjoy watching him, you know, grow. He's in his, I think, third year now. Uh, very cool. Very cool to see him. Um, we actually have FBI in the AD carry role and Vulcan. So um, FBI, definitely good player. Um, if we can get him back to old FBI when he was the number one, like, ADC in the in the, in the game, That'd be great to see. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, alongside Vulcan, definitely is a very good um, support there for him and for anybody, honestly. Um, this team, I mean, it should be pretty good. I don't know if it's first place good. Um, FBI is definitely my, like, uh, who is this kind of? I mean, not who is this, but, you know, is he going to be as good as he as we like to hope he will be. Um, definitely something that I'm kind of not too sure about. Um, then looking at FlyQuest. FlyQuest actually seems like a very interesting um, very interesting roster we got going. Um, so we have um, confirmed Impact. Um, we don't have that confirmed Jungle yet, um, but it's thought that it's going to be Spica. Um, definitely should be. But we'll see for sure. Um, and then we have Vikla in the mid lane. Very cool to see Vikla. Vikla is uh, LCK's rookie of the year. Um, he was on KT. Um, honestly, uh, Papa Smithy, who's on FlyQuest now as like their head of esports management type stuff, he is actually saying that they're building their team around Vikla, and they are building like. Like, this is what we're going to do here, kind of a thing. Like, it is focused on him. Um, so that's great. Um, FlyQuest also signed Prince um, from Live Sandbox. Um, Prince, I think, is also on other teams. I couldn't really find too much. Um, but I know Prince, great. You know, it looks like he is playing really well. Um, you know, had a 52% like win rate or so, um, you know, in his actual games on on the thing there um um what is it in in the lck jeez um and support we actually have ayla um from 
uh, from Team Liquid Academy, and Ayla was great, honestly. And I like to see, um, I like to see Ayla being brought in um, to an LCS team. I definitely think he was ready, um, especially when he was pulling in for Core JJ. Definitely cool to see him on a full roster. This roster here should be pretty good. Um, I don't know if it's number one, but if we do have Spika in the jungle, which I don't have confirmation for, um, it definitely should be a pretty good uh, roster. Nikola has hands, so that's good. Um, like he's not just like some. Reti- it's not like a retirement home type thing for him. It's a I'm making my statement, you know, by moving here to America. And I'm thinking hopefully they can keep him here as well as keep uh, Prince here for a while here. So very cool. Um, going into Golden Guardians for the LCS 2023. Um, we have Licorice in the top lane. River in the jungle. Um, Gory in the mid lane. 6A and Huhi. So 6A and Huhi kind of, I feel like, the weak points. Um, 6A was okay last year. Huhi was okay on Hundred Thieves. Um, was definitely the point in Hundred Thieves that I was like, yeah, you probably should figure something out there. Um, but stick to and Huhi, you reunite them from uh, the days of uh, CLG when he was playing mid lane. Stick Um It was just good. It was really, it was a good time then. But who knows really where it goes from this point. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it'd be, it could be interesting. Um, they could be a decent-ish team, but not, I don't think, top of the ladder. I think they're more towards the middle bottom, let's say. Um, I do hope I get, you know, shown, shown up at that point. Uh, all these teams that I'm saying, oh, they're going to do this. I mean, I think it would be interesting to see. So, all right. Um, so we have Immortals here. Um, looks like we have Revenge, Kenvi. Blaze Olive, Tactical, and Fleshy. Um, Fleshy coming from, I believe, the LFL as well. Um, let me just make sure here. Because I saw his video. I was like, oh, that's cool shit. Or maybe he's from um, Turkey, I think. Yes, he was in Turkey. I remember seeing his his uh, one of his posts, like, you know, I'm glad to be over here with Immortals, blah, 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 blah. Um, so that could be an interesting team. I don't think it's going to be like amazing, but, um, definitely cool to kind of see Kenvi. Um, I want Kenvi to actually do stuff. Um, as a jungler myself, I do love, I, I do love watching junglers and kind of just seeing what they're doing. Um, so it's kind of cool, but, um, yeah, I'm just like, meh, Kenvi could be really good. Um, a Blaze Olive is a little not amazing at times but he can be decent um tactical and fleshy tacticals hit or miss and fleshy i mean from the plays that i've seen but of course they're gonna pick the good plays for the um you know the hype videos and stuff like that um seems all right so then we go into team liquid which i'm really actually hyped for um it is going to be a all korean speaking team um not all koreans obviously but um korean speaking um, in top lane, we do have Summit back from the dead. No. Um, Summit was over in LCK um, this past uh, split. Very cool. Um, actually came back here. Or it's coming back here. Definitely cool to see him, uh, you know, coming back. 
maybe they can figure out his whole issue with his um like the fact that he was being able to be figured out um ban jace ban nar and summit's just pooped on um if summit can get back to literally mvp summit but also have a bigger champion pool amazing i definitely find i think that would be amazing so glad to see summit um you know back in the top lane here um for the jungle for team liquid we actually have a world champion um in pioshik um very cool to see there um definitely love that pioshik is just coming back or is coming to america right after winning the world championship very cool might even be able to play with his own kindred skin in you know the lcs very cool for sure uh, mid lane is going to be Harry or Hyrie, however you want to say. It. I think it's Harry, uh, because his name is Harry, so but it's spelled differently. Um, Harry is was in the TLA Academy or TL Academy. Um, TL Academy was actually just they just basically smacked everybody in Academy, um, smacked them so hard they actually had to get rid of Academy. Um, so Harry was really good as well as their AD carry Yeon. Um, very cool to see Yeon um, coming in and, or it's Yon, I guess, because um, his name is Sean, so Yon, maybe. Uh, <laughs> very interesting to see, you know, how you say these names and everything. But Yon um, definitely would be, like, he's a great ADC um, from the different highlights I've seen, um, him playing on TL Academy and stuff. And then in their support, we have, of course, Cora JJ, um, America's Sweetheart. <laughs> Uh, North America's savior, um, hopefully, and uh, I think it's very good to see Core JJ, um, you know, coaching Eon as well as coaching Harry. Um, I think honestly, Core did really well when he came to, um, you know, kind of coaching those inexperienced um, eighty carries and stuff like that, or not inexperienced necessarily, but the younger um, generation and stuff like that. So. Very cool. And of course, um, we do have the TSM roster of 2023. Um, it looks like we are going to have Solo in the top lane. Let me just double check this. I don't believe there was Solo, but um, TSM did announce their roster. So let's take a look at what we got here. Um, do, 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 do. I'm just scrolling through and just seeing. Um, there. Let me just say they're NACL, which is the new like, Challengers League type thing. Um, their roster is very weird. Uh, Haunter, Sunscarin, Triple, uh, Wild Turtle, and Dragfu. Kind of crazy that that's a team in the NACL um, with Haunter, Sunscarin, and Wild Turtle. Definitely weird. Um, basically, like, oh, we want to play for, we want to play again, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. Um, so it's just, strange um let me see here sorry i'm just scrolling through their twitter um okay so it is all right um so they're gonna be they're gonna be rolling down to 2023 with solo in the top lane uh boogie boogie um in the top in the middle lane or not mid lane he's in the jungle um he actually was in um originally uh Boogie was on uh, the Flash Wolves, um, and I think that's really where he came into contact with Maple, who's still in the mid lane here. 
Um, definitely like to see Maple staying here instead of just leaving when it, when he could have easily just left. Um, and then we have Neo in the ADC spot. Um, I like seeing Neo. Neo is a decent um, NA jung or NA ADC. Um, and then Chime. Chime was pretty good. Um, definitely one of the best players on TSM last split. Um, that wasn't. That's not saying much in the grand scheme of things. Um, TSM kind of played like poo-poo. But I definitely don't... I mean, that this team won't be horrible if they can... They have more time to kind of get together, which is nice. Um, but I don't know how they're going to do. You know, they could be amazing and just be no problem. Um, but also, they could probably be... They could be poopy. So we'll have to see how it works. Um, so going forward... Um, Definitely interested to see what these what this season is going to be bringing. Um, not even this season, but just just even just the split. Um, definitely kind of cool. I don't think we've actually had anything about like this is what the new changes are. There's definitely going to be changes into the um, LCS status, like basically what how the LCS works and all this. Um, however, I definitely think that it is. Uh, going to be interesting to see how um you know how everything goes i definitely am looking forward to it so um we're going to go on a quick commercial break and then we're going to basically um talk a little bit about the coaching in lcs um or like what lcs needs like that all that different kinds of stuff there so um yeah give me uh just one second, and I'll see you guys on the other side. All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, so I wanted to take a little bit um, of time uh, that I have you guys left to um, talk to you about um, kind of like the way we should be, um, you know, practicing within NA and honestly all around the world. Uh, but this is something that I saw from uh, Forced Within. He's a uh, he's a pro player, or kind of a pro player. He's a streamer, high challenger, all this different stuff. Um, now turned better, um, like E-T-T-O-R, um, on different, you know, esports as well as uh, soccer, uh, all this different stuff, just all around, basically. Betting and stuff like that, no big deal. That's not important to the thing. But he has a lot to say about um, League of Legends and coaching and practice and all this different stuff here. Um, so there's a tweet that I um, saw that I was like, you know what? This actually looks like a great idea. Um, there needs to be basically... So his whole thing was he was kind of talking about scrimming should just not be a thing. Um, scrimming doesn't make any sense. Um, you honestly shouldn't have to just, um, you know, you shouldn't just have to like scrim because then you're, you're not really learning anything. You're just like playing these games and going, well, I guess that's it. Like you're not running drills. Like there's no drills that are ran within League of Legends that, and I honestly feel like you should, like there should be some drills, um, some stuff that basically you can run it back. You can try it all the time. You can, um, you know, you and a friend of yours can get together and, you know, run this or run that. 
Um, you can run with it within the team, different kinds of stuff like that. Um, but I definitely think it's a cool idea. Um, so basically he breaks it down and he says, what you need to do is you need to run top jungle 2v1s until level 8. Um, so basically, base, when you're you know doing all this, you rotate the meta champs between the three of you for the entire day. Um, so basically, I mean, like, and this can be done at the same time, like this and other stuff um, that we'll get to, obviously, right here. But um, we will basically you run top versus top and jungle. So you have your top lane and your jungler, or your top lane and your, um, you know, jungler coach or whatever, however you want to do that, um, up against, um, or you know, it's you could even do actually, yeah, because you're trying to teach the top lane, or you're not trying to teach, um, you know, the the this other time. I mean, you could do it either way. You just interchange and all this different stuff. But basically, you um, team A, which has the top and jungle, um, practices setting up pathing and lane phase um, for dives, making it top, basically, um, so that you that you can be like, okay, well, this is this is how we're going to dive. We're gonna stack this wave, and we're going to make sure that there's a big wave up top, and we're just going to now gank it and we are going to dive here and we're going to get the kill you get the kill great you you got a point let's say um or you did it great fantastic while team b is practicing receiving the dive and simulating a weak side scenario so okay well yeah we're gonna like all right you know what i can't you know can i kill all these minions before they get here am i able to actually stop the dive here um you know am i playing orn and i'm able to 1v3 basically um you know under my turret or am i not um so basically you need to kind of do that where you can simulate a weak side scenario because that's going to happen in the game um those are little parts of the game that i think we can actually kind of break down um so i mean you could have like you just need to figure out top and jungle versus top and you can swap around um, so you can have like, you know, your like the the main top laner um playing the weak side scenario. Um, and you can have him swap in then into team A and be on the strong side with the um you know, with actually setting up the diving, setting up pathing, like all this different stuff. Um you can just run these things and actually get like a really good practice out of this. Um it works both ways too, because top and jungle on team A are actually really good like that that teaches them cohesion okay this is how we're going to this is like all right you know when we get to the game this is how we go ahead and we do this um this is how we dive top lane at let's say five minutes into the game um or even you know by the time you level six you know or whatever you can figure that up but also in the same vein it also teaches the other top laner how to either counter these dives, um, counter the tempo, you know, all this different stuff. And if if that top laner who's playing weak side is able to thwart the dives, that's even better. Um, that can be turned around so well. And it actually inversely teaches the people who are working on the dive and setting up the dive, well, what did we do wrong? It's just, it's a win-win on both sides. I really like what Forrest came up with at this point here. So that's very cool. Um, basically, I like that. That's really cool. 
Um, and so then we basically say, okay, well, that's that's something that this top half of the you know the map is doing here. Um, meanwhile, we can have um, a different team having a um, a bot lane duo. Okay, so well, these can be in the same game even too. Um, this is the first time I've really like actually broken it down. It's kind of cool to look at here. So, uh, meanwhile, while they're tra practicing the top side stuff, um, the same top B that just had the, uh, or team B, which had that weak side top laner, um, has a bot lane duo and a jungler um, on the bot side versus team A, which just has the bot lane duo. The jungler can't be obviously in both spots and all that. So, that's good. Uh, basically, you do the same thing where you practice pathing and lane phases for diving bot and practicing receiving weak side pressure so if you are so like examples basically you're just being able to be like okay well our top laner is not here how do we play this so that we don't get dove how do we play this so we can die like all that you know back and forth on the other side this you can just do with you know team versus team very cool it works out for both ends of the team um you know for both sides of the matchup really um and it's just good um you need to be able to force these scenarios until you're actually comfortable with them that's something that Forrest says here um you know basically you can just sit there and you can say okay um you know i'm just gonna basically keep doing this i'm just gonna keep forcing this and i'm just gonna keep making this work um you know and eventually you have to swap them around um, you know, make it so that the player who was playing weak side can now play with um, their jungler. So they get the, they don't just receive the, you know, the pressure, but they can also exert that pressure. Um, definitely a cool kind of way that you can change it up there. Um, you know, you can do that where you basically have, you know, the, the mid laner jumping in, helping out, different stuff, or the mid laner can just be doing mid lane things against mid lane. Um, practicing 1v1s, because that's really kind of what, I feel like mid lane mid, mid lane's like 30% 30, 30 or 33%, you know, like 1v1s, 33% farming, and 33% roaming. Um, obviously those things can kind of um, you know, change depending on what champion you have. If you don't have a champion, like, uh, you know, if you have Anivia, you're going to be great at um, you know, farming, but you might not be able to uh, necessarily like roam as well. Um, and your 1v1 might not be the strongest because you're up against a LeBlanc or something. Um, but I definitely think it's a good idea to get that in, you know, that mid laner involved and kind of see how it works. Um, I definitely think it's very cool to um, like to do that there. Um, definitely an interesting way to do this here. Um, honestly, you just start doing this and it's efficient um, because you are you are doing things that you're going to be either you're going to be playing against or you're going to be you can use to like you're you're learning tools. Um, you're you know you're learning weak side defense, um, and you're learning weaks or you're learning strong side offense. Like you're learning all this, and you even can get to a point where you actually are learning that weak side offense, um, you know, from a bot side or even the top side, um, you know, perspective there. Okay, well, you know what? 
um, if I actually attack them and weaken them to a, to a certain degree, um, you know, I know that there's a, I know that they're trying to build for a dive. If I can actually chip them down, they can't dive me. Like they're just gonna die. Um, you know, like that kind of stuff. You can just easily like figure out your ways to get out of situations like that by forcing those situations. Um, instead of just kind of letting things happen within a scrim and everything, this is definitely a cool way to kind of figure it out. Um, and that's I, honestly, I think one of the things that NA needs to do. Um, and he needs to figure out this dive working, this dive being just like forced. Um, so I honestly think this is a really interesting thing to do. Um, you know, trying out these dives, trying trying out these type of just really good moments where you can easily replicate them. That is something that North America really needs to work on is these these moments of getting uh like getting pressure and getting aggression or figuring out aggression and figuring out what's going on um that's where they're lacking when it comes to looking at the other the other places in the world you're looking at China you're looking at Korea and basically the aggression and the um, calculations are a lot different than what we are doing here in North America. So I definitely think that's something that we need to work on. Um, it's definitely something that is a, like, it's an easy thing to even work on to a point in, uh, like, you can actually really work on that when it comes to being in solo queue as well. Because solo queue, you, you know, let's say you jungle and top lane queue up together. Um, that's fantastic. Um, your jungler can also duo with your support to figure out, you know, bot lane stuff. Or you can just, obviously, um, not even just solo queue, you can get into ranked queue. And you can get in with, you know, three of your partners, get in with the jungler and the bot side, and just basically keep trying that stuff. Um, so you don't have to just be playing in, like, scrim blocks, and this kind of, you know, I'm going to call them scrim blocks, but, you know, these practice blocks and all this. You don't have to worry about be playing just in those. You can easily just change it around, play as you can, play as what you figure, you know, figure out these scenarios on your own, um, you know, where you're not in these practice situations. But the practice situations, of course, are something that we need to be figuring out. Um, that's definitely something that is very good there. Um, another thing that I've seen actually is also, I believe it's from um, Peter Dunn. Um, yeah, Peter Dunn. Um, where it's basically, um, basically what it is is, um, sorry, I'm just looking at the thing here. Um, I believe it was from Peter Dunn. Where coach, where basically you can do coach versus player, um, and you're just basically running these drills. Very cool little drills to do. Um, drilling, I think, is the future of um, esports, but also the future of, um, you know, League of Legends coaching and all this. Um, just because League of Legends is a game that can be kind of figured out itself. And when it gets to a certain point, you can basically play it on instinct and wait for your team, you know, wait for the enemies to just mess up. Um, 
you know, and if you've set yourself up to a point earlier in the game to just win, then you can just win off of just the constant pressure there. But these little, um, this little kind of practice thing too, which you can easily just do with, you know, with a friend of yours, um, you know, someone who you just, you know, maybe want to do, you know, some little coaching with, trying to figure out stuff. But the coach can use Cho'Gath. Um, Cho'Gath is great because he's just, you know, tanky, all this, you know, kind of not too high damage, you know, all this. Um, and you can, then the other player, not the, you know, the person who's actually trying to, you know, get better and all this, um, the player can use whatever champion they want. If they want to use Syndra, they can use Syndra. If they want to use Zed, they can use Zed, whatever. Um, the thing is, if the player gets to 100 CS without missing three, they win. If the three CS are missed, the coach wins. Um, the player is not allowed to kill Cho'Gath, and Cho'Gath is allowed to kill the player, though. Basically, you keep trying this to get, you know, you figure out your 100 CS. Um, basically, you know, you can do a lot that's not just killing the Cho'Gath, um, you know, as a, as a player yourself. Um, you basically can just get, you know, 100 CS, you know, try to just keep up with the CS. You can keep the um, Cho'Gath off of you. Um, you can poke him off. You can contest him with all the different, um, you know, all of his different waves and all of his different, um, you know, attacking and everything. And, of course, the idea here is that the coach most likely is not as, um, like, you know, strong as the player. So they won't be able to, you know, be perfect like, you know, like you are as the uh, as the pro player. But definitely an interesting, uh, you know, little drill here too um i love these kind of little drills here and i like the idea of of drilling and um you know from a traditional sports center um drilling is really what helps your players get better because they're learning the things themselves they're not just like you're not telling them how to play you are giving them the tools to learn how to play and then you're saying okay i'm going to guide you in the direction but you're going to know how to play these things you're going to know how to do these things um, i'm not going to tell you go up here do this thing right now then come back here and do this thing like i'm not a quest giver i'm showing you the way you know i'm a quest marker but this is where you're going to have to go instead of oh well you know this is exactly how you got to do this quest you got to go here you got to go there you got to do this thing you got to do that thing not how it works that's not how it should work but I honestly think that is where we're at at this point. If you guys did enjoy the episode, uh, make sure to leave a follow. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Um, if you can like the podcast, like the podcast. I don't really know all the different platforms, how that works there. Um, if you are on things like Spotify or Apple, Apple Music podcast thing, um, and you can leave a review, definitely leave a review. It's definitely something that I am looking for um, to kind of see where I can improve and all that. Um, there's a lot here that I actually really like to uh, to see and like to see going forward um, with improving and everything. So if there's any feedback you guys can give me, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me here on Anchor. 
you can find me on any of these podcast platforms. Um, you know, shoot me an email, shoot me a, a DM on Twitter or something like that. And uh, that'll be fantastic. I appreciate everybody for watching, for listening, for being here. Be good to each other, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.